0: I want to move from regeneration, my sins are forgiven. I want to move now to restoration. And now you're going to say I'm healed. How many of you believe that you can ask God to heal you and you can stand on his word even though the symptoms may persist? I mean, I stand on the word that I am saved even though sometimes sinful things persist. I stand on the word that I am healed even though symptoms may persist. So now, instead of saying, I am saved, you're going to say, I am healed. When I say Jesus is in the house, you're going to say? I am healed. When I say Jesus is in the house, you're going to say? I am healed. All right, bless God. Yes, you are. Amen. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there holding a dialogue with themselves. (laughs) I like that. People do that sometimes. As they questioned in their hearts, why does this man talk like this? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins? That is, remove guilt, remit the penalty, and bestow righteousness except God himself. They had it right. Right question. Okay. But their reasoning was faulty. Because, you see, they saw him as a mere man. Mere man cannot forgive sins. That's true. They started from the wrong premise. If you start from the wrong premise, your conclusion is going to be faulty. They didn't see him as the Son of God. They didn't recognize him as the Son of God. And so they ended up with the wrong conclusion. And the Bible says that they were saying this, not out loud. They didn't dare say it out loud in that crowd. <laughs> These people worshipped him. But you know what? Every time you get in a group of worshipers, you're going to have some skeptics. There's always going to be some skeptics. say, well, I don't know. And you can just watch. You will see them. Randy, you know what I'm talking about. You can watch an audience, you know. And you can watch. And as you're worshipping God, there will always be one that goes, well, I don't know about all this hoopla. I don't know about all this yelling. I don't know. I'm quite reserved myself. (sighs) Mm, Dignified. I used to be dignified. (laughs) And then they got full of the Holy Spirit. And at once, Jesus becoming fully aware in his spirit what happened here? Somebody tell me what happened here. Nobody knows? In his spirit. Word of knowledge. He had a word of knowledge. Holy Spirit gave him a word of knowledge. Jesus, this is what they're saying in their heart. Now, beloved, I have been preaching, teaching, worshiping, le- leading a service, and the Holy Spirit will say to me, somebody just said this in their heart. I didn't hear it with this. I heard it with this. God will do this, church. He will give you word of knowledge. Word of, there's a difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Big difference. But word of knowledge is information. Hopefully, he gives you the word of wisdom to know how to use the information. But it's a word. It's not a deposit of all the knowledge or wisdom of God. It's just a word. And God gave Jesus, or the Holy Spirit gave Jesus a word and said, the scribes have just criticized you with this. They don't believe you can forgive sin. He was given that knowledge. And he said, why do you argue and debate within yourselves? Why are you having this discussion in your heart? He said, which is easier? To say to the paralyzed man, your sins are for'?" This troubled me for a long time years i have spent on this passage god which is easier to say thy sins are forgiven thee or arise take up your mat and walk which is easier can i just if you are struggling with that and trying to grapple with that as i am sure the scribes did when he said it to them then i i want to help you out question Which is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven, or rise, take up your bed and walk? Question, which is easier? How many say it's easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee? Raise your hand. How many say it's easier to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk? Raise your hand.